With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And welcome back to All the Things Sorta Truth, the alcohol fueled chapter by chapter reread of the Sorta Truth series by Terry Goodkind with a bone ball of craft brew on site. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. It... Not a ball bone that's, you know, different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we really fumbled this one. I'm Jade. <laughs> and I'm Nate. And today we're going to be talking about chapter 23 of Stone of Tears. Yes, we are. Saved it. <laughs> Super smooth. <laughs> so this chapter is... Tiny? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it went by really quick. It's really just Zed and Addie having a little chit-chat, and then things go awry. <laughs> that always seems to happen. Yeah. Especially to Zed. <laughs> yeah. Just when you're getting used to being with Zed and like, yeah. I'm enjoying the hell out of this chapter. Shit goes south. And then Terry abruptly turns the corner, like you've talked about before. Cliffhanger! There we oh, go. Oh, yeah. It is a book of cliffhangers so far. But Zed is the guy who is known for saying nothing's ever easy. So that, that's just his experience. Right. <laughs> that's what he knows. And, I mean, well, obviously it's true. And I know at one point, I'm pretty sure it was in the last chapter, he actually said, I don't come with good news, usually. Like, I usually only bring the bad shit. <laughs> yeah, that's Addie said that to him. Yeah. <laughs> so the time's come for Zed to reluctantly tell Addie what he did with the stone. Yeah, stone of tears. Yeah, I remember you and I talking about this. We didn't understand why he did what he did either. <laughs> Well, he tells her that he put it on the necklace around a little girl's neck, and he doesn't know where where she is. <laughs> it's just gone. No big deal. It's only the thing that keeps the keeper in the underworld. Right. It was put around the keeper's neck by the creator to, like, chain him there. And now, apparently, it's on a little girl's neck? Like, a, yeah. It's probably not the best place for it to be. No. <laughs> Addie's pissed that he even touched it, though. Like, she freaks out when she finds out that he touched it. Um, yeah, I'm not sure why touching it was that big of a deal to her. Like, it's a stone. It might have some magical properties, but what did they expect? Zed does say something to that effect. He's like, well, what do you want me to do? You want me to just not touch it at all? Right. And let the, the squealing take it? Like, that wasn't an option. 
Right. But right now she's scolding him about putting it around the neck of a little girl. And I just yeah. thought it was really funny because he definitely doesn't have the high ground about that whole Nightstone situation anymore. Oh, yeah. No, no. He needs to be quiet about that. <laughs> Never mind. No, we're not talking about that anymore. We're on to this whole other thing, Addy. What are you talking about? Remember when you were literally comparing handing that stone like candy to a child? Hmm. Yeah. Weird. Oh, I thought it was funny because here she is scolding him about, you know, putting Rachel's life in grave danger. Mm-hmm. And then there's the part uh, in the chapter where it says she slaps her forehead. And I was sure in that moment that it was going to say, and she reached over and just slapped the shit out of his head. <laughs> I'm like, what's the matter with you, dude? You don't give that to a child. I could see her doing that. At the very least, like whacking him in the arm. Yeah. <laughs> he said he had to do something. What would she have done? Just like you were saying, he didn't have another option. And she's like, I don't know. I probably would have thought about it more and not fucking touched it. <laughs> yeah. It kind of reminds me of work. Sometimes there's a bunch of ways to get one certain thing done. And just because it's a different way doesn't necessarily mean it's the right way. But something I often say is if you have a better way, show it to me. Like in Zed's case with Addy, it's like, okay, what would you have done? Tell me the better choice because I did what I could do with what I was given, which was just a tiny little amount of time. Right. And I had to I had to make a choice. Right. Well, to her credit, she didn't know that there was a screeling, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Details. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, but that's an assassin. So you would have been fine. Like, she implies that it would have been fine to just leave it there because those are just assassins. They're just there to kill somebody. Yeah, it wouldn't know to grab something like that and, and bring it back to its master. Of course, it's in this world. If the keeper gets his hands on the Stone of Tears, that doesn't do anything because he already had it. It was around his neck. I don't know because apparently he's trying to get it back. Maybe he just would want it to keep it from the good people. Like a collar kind of. It's in my possession, locked away, so I know it can't be put on my neck. Right. Essentially. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. I have it so you can't have it. Yeah. Type thing. But Zed points out, she doesn't fucking know. She doesn't know what the Screelings were going to do. She doesn't control the Screelings. <laughs> She's like, okay, okay, I don't know, but I can assume that maybe. And then he asks, what, should he have kept it in his pocket? You know, a gifted person that is going to attract all the bad shit to them? Is that a good idea? Yeah, just lead him right to me. That's smart. Or even, like he says, too... Um, or I'll just hide it away somewhere. I know exactly where it is. So then when they torture me to get the information, which they will, right. we know this for a fact. Yeah, it's happened. A bunch of times. <laughs> then I'll eventually blab and then they'll have it. Mm -hmm. Which, to be fair, is still a possibility. It'll just be like, oh, you got to find a little girl now. She's, she's in a, another place. Yeah, but even that's a clue. That's all I'm saying. Like, you had nothing to go on before. Even it's, I gave it to some girl. Yeah. She has it. Then you're like, okay, well, at least no, it's not buried somewhere. Yeah. yeah. But, okay, so he he did his best. And Addie agrees, okay, <laughs> still think it was dumb, but I got you. Maybe you made an okay choice. <laughs> not a great one, but like a passable one. Right. She tells him that Screelings need specific instructions 
in the world of living, they're not good at searching. They're kind of like, I don't know, moles or something? Like blind? I don't know. It implies that they're not good at searching for shit. I don't know if they just have like dumb brains. Yeah, I think that's what they were saying. They. I did it again. I caught myself. I think that's what she was saying just a second ago. Like they're not, (laughs) they're not really thinkers. They can pop up, maim, and kill. I mean, look at the way that the thing was wild and running around after everybody. That's true. It can see, so it's just it's just like a dumb thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to say that, you know, animals are dumb by any means, but, like, certain animals, they're just, they don't have all that brain power. They're just, like, survive. Yeah. Or, in the case of a screeling, kill that thing. And that's all it really wants to do. But you could train... Certain animals. Yeah, you could, but I don't think we're talking about this exact case. Uh, Addie was saying earlier in the book that they just escape. Yeah, they slip out. Yeah, so it's anybody's guess if it was sent or it just was out or trained or not. But I, I think that was her point. Like, it wouldn't have gone after that. He was just... That was Verna, and now that I think about it, that totally, like is the opposite of what Addie is saying now. Because Verna was saying they slept out, like you said. Addie says that they are assassins. Oh. I'm just saying, obviously, there's two different schools of thought, even within sorceresses, of what these things are. Yeah, and what they're capable of. Right. That's a good point. Hmm. (laughs) So, Addie asks him where he was when he found the stone and when, you know... The screeling attacked because obviously it wouldn't have been able to find him without very specific coordinates or whatever. And he says he was at the boxes, but he killed the screeling, so everything's cool. She says, Yeah, that's cool, but now it's not going to send another one of those. That would be a waste. It'll send something way worse. Well, okay, but what, again, what do you want me to do? Not kill it and just like subdue it somehow tie it up and leave it there what yeah i don't i think at this point she isn't exactly telling him he could have done anything different just like well no (laughs) that's where you are just like a big just so you know yeah you defeated that now the keeper's gonna level up and i mean eventually you're gonna hit the boss level (laughs) good thing to know you're not gonna have to see any more screelings Yay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the feeling that I think you're supposed to yeah. have at this point. Great. We, we beat the Screeling. Cool. Now there's something bigger and scarier, most likely coming. Yeah. At this point, Addie kind of agrees with him that maybe there's a possibility that the Screeling was coming for the stone because it didn't have any real reason to go after Zed or any like real way to know who he was or where he was. But if he was by the stone, that kind of makes sense in a weird way to her. But it's still, she still is like not fully on board. Yeah. I mean, I think that Dark and Rawl dying there with the power of Orton from the last book might have been a, a, a tracer of a sort to these yeah. things. So they're like, okay. Or, or maybe they are assassins and Dark and Rawl was like, hey, there because like i just died so go there zed says it had been some time and it really hadn't a couple of days not even remember he he maybe a couple days but as far as we know the end of the last book happened he walked from 
where Dark and Raw died, they went out front to where Richard took off on the dragon, Zed talks to some people at the front steps, goes, has dinner, and then heads to the Garden of Life. With Chase to figure out what they want to do. Right. Yeah. So it had only been, like, hours. Yeah. See? There you go. Dark and Raw just died there. He probably was angry, as one could imagine, and said, go fuck him up. He's still there. Like, he's still there. Get him. And hey, remember, he had a demon child buddy beast in the in the, in the underworld with him. Oh, you're talking about Carl. Yeah, goddammit, Carl. Goddammit, Carl. So he, he probably, Carl probably has little demon minions that he could, you know. No, I really don't, but... Uh... <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> but Addie acquiesces that we don't fucking know. <laughs> so you did what you could. Moving on. Check this out. I got something for you. <laughs> and she like roots around in her cupboards, comes back with this thing that is the size of a chicken egg, old and carved up to look like a little bald up beast thing. <laughs> and it was carved on a scrin bone. So it was like super old brown bone ball. Ancient, not like treated and bleached and stuff like that. Right. Just real bone. Yeah. She said an old woman had given it to her saying prophecy told her to. Also, it was made by super old wizards of old. And it's probably the most important magic thing she's ever going to touch. And oh, by the way, it'll come in handy if the veil is ever in danger. (laughs) (laughs) Which everyone keeps acting is like it's such an impossibility, but apparently Addie was warned about it like a long time ago. Yeah, I just think it's weird that it's very, very vague and then super specific at the end. Yeah. You know, like, who knows how this thing will help you? It's just, it's ancient and it's cool looking. It's all carved up. By the way, in this one extreme instance that may or may not occur in your lifetime, this could be extremely valuable. Prophecy's a bitch. <laughs> but maybe not. Who knows? Who I'll sell knows? it to you for the low, low cost of $3 million. <laughs> well, Zed takes it and he floats it in the air like Anakin and that, that fucking pear thing. You know <laughs> yep. the scene I'm talking about? Yeah. He checks it all out all over the place. And it's weird. His magic like slides right off of it. I think the book said like leather on ice. Which was a weird, I've never, I guess maybe I've never worn leather shoes. New boot leather on ice when it still has the oil and stuff in it. Okay. Now, a lot of times I think they treat, like my work boots, they're treated so that they don't have all that residual oil on them. When you buy them new from the store, they like treat the outside with something that gets all that off there. But yeah. Oily boots because they're brand new on ice is not a good mix. I mean, I don't need to wear like a specific kind of shoe on ice for it to be a problem. I'm always like, like Bambi (laughs) out there, just like making myself as big as possible, hoping I'm not going to go down. (laughs) But Addie doesn't think that Zed should be doing this. She's like, dude, you're touching it with your magic. (laughs) Like, maybe you shouldn't fuck with that. It's been up on the shelf for a long time. Like, she had to dig for it. Yeah. It wasn't right out. And apparently it's super important. And 
No, I thought that was great because the second she tells him, hey, maybe you shouldn't be doing that, bad shit starts to happen. Yeah. And all the candles go out. And then, well, <laughs> then it gets scary. Which I think it's time for a break. Yeah, we, we better booze up to make sure we can handle it. Yeah. I mean, like, fortify ourselves, right? <laughs> I don't think that sounds like we're justifying our drinking habit right now, does it? <laughs> no. Well, again this week, we've been we've been off. <laughs> Speaking of a beer kick, ah. <laughs> we have been a bit off of our beer kick lately. Um, a couple of suggestions from people who have been listening, and suddenly I find myself drinking a white claw (laughs) (laughs) now i know what some of you might be thinking um can't be a man and drink white claw (laughs) that's what he's thinking (laughs) that's what i've heard uh i have always been of the variety to enjoy a good fruity tasting drink if it tastes good screw it i'm gonna drink it if there's alcohol in there great even better uh and so i'm here to say I fucking like White Claw. I have the uh, the tangerine. I think Jade has the mango. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and it like it's not bad. It was less juice flavor than I thought. It wasn't as flavorful as I guess I thought it would be. It's not like juice because essentially it is water. I mean, it, it seltzer. So, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, it is light, and there is enough flavor there. It's not like it tastes bland um i have definitely tried tangerine beers to be specific that have not tasted as good as this oh yeah yeah just i mean as far as the flavor profile goes no it doesn't punch you in the face but it's right there yeah it's obviously tangerine we've had like even orange peel beers to peel i say peel because that's what they end up tasting like Mm -hmm. it's not not great but no I uh I enjoy White Claw. There, I said it. Enjoy that hot take, and uh, I will be nice and cool while sipping my beverage. <laughs> I'm gonna grab another one, and we'll be right back. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. And we are back. Suddenly, the Scrin skull falls off the damn shelf again because Zed didn't fix it like we said he needed to. And it rolls across the ground towards them, stopping right side up. She should have just put that shit on the ground. I mean, yeah, probably. (laughs) Especially if it's big. They make it sound like it's a giant thing. If something that big is rolling off a shelf that's like about head level, and especially if you're blind, you should fucking put that shit on the ground. Well, that and if it's valuable and you know you got a 
busted ass shelf, then yeah, probably keep it lower to the ground because it's going to break. <laughs> yeah. And then what are you going to do? You can't get another one. <laughs> and then if it's rolling across the floor, you know you've got a real big fucking problem. Because like, I mean, we already know there's a problem with it falling down. But if it's just rolling around your floor, then you're like, okay, maybe I'm going to put you outside. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. <laughs> so... It stops right next to them, looking right at them. The bone ball falls off the table, rolls away. More bones fall off the walls. Shit's just falling everywhere. The bone pile in the corner pulls itself apart. Now, that's where I would get, like, everything else would be, <laughs> the lights out, everything's going to be creepy. But the bone pile in the corner starting to pull itself apart? I'm out the front door. Yeah. That is more than just a bad shelf. Yeah. That's more than, like, oh, we're, we're having an earthquake. No. No. <laughs> That's probably all you would hear me say as I ran away. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Some of the bones are moving towards the skull across the floor. So Addie thinks quick. She grabs her tablecloth. Blind Addie, by the way. She's like with her magic seeing shit. She's grabbing the tablecloth, running around. She tells Zed, you need to fucking get out while I'm going to find my shit. And everything is just falling around her, shattering all over the place. Yeah, Addie is about ready to take care of some shit. Apparently, all of these bones are collecting together in one corner of her house, and Zed is being told to get the fuck out. And, okay, he's first wizard. We already talked about this. He is supposedly more powerful than Addie. So if Addie has to handle the situation and she's telling Zed to leave... Either Zed could probably also handle the situation or Eddie knows it's useless and that like he does really need to leave. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. Well, that was my immediate thought is if Eddie is like, nope, we're not even you should probably go because <laughs> it's because everything's going down. Yeah. Well, she's the bone lady. When yeah. the bones start doing some weird shit. Listen to the bone lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the skull rises towards the ceiling and it's as tall as Zed. And then the, the bones are reassembling the screen and coming back to life. Yeah. It says he turns around and he's looking this thing right in the eye as the bones go underneath it and like build it up. That would look fucking awesome. Okay. Mm. Just want to say as far as um, villain goes, bad guy level 10. You know? Yeah. Um, That has to be so fucking cool. Yeah. Like, if it was your buddy, or if it was on <laughs> your side, I'm just saying, points for awesomeness. The way that the skull was the first thing to, like, get put in place, and the rest of it is just filling out where it needs oh, to. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta look fucking awesome. <laughs> Terrifying, because it's, you know, probably gonna try and kill you, but... <sighs> well... Zed is like, Addy, what the fuck is happening right now? And she's like, what, what can you see? Because what I can see is flesh. With her magic, she sees like a full, full thing. What it actually, well, not what it actually is. What it represents. What the bones would have held. Right. Yes. And Zed can only see bone, right? Right. He tells her that he thought she had killed the beast. That's why it is bone in a fucking pile. And she's like, I don't even know if I could actually kill one because I don't know if they can die. Because that that's why she's seeing the flesh. Because they don't they aren't normally in the world of the living. So they're like fully formed in the underworld, and that's what she's seeing. Right? 
Okay, but I'm kind of assuming that it did have a form in this world, too. Because she did battle something. So then, okay, the, the most important question here is, did Addie think that these were not just bones, these were like pieces of actual flesh on the wall in her living room? <laughs> just like a hacked up evil creature. Just rotten away. Yeah, like I totally killed that dragon. Not dragon. Okay, dragon's a bad example because we have Scarlet. Yeah. So I killed that, I don't know, Screeling. We hacked him up and then just put his head on the small crooked shelf. <laughs> I think maybe it just became flesh. It's like it. She can see all the blood and the gore and everybody else just sees a regular room. <laughs> I well, I think right now, but right I don't now. think it's always been like that. I think that it just like it came to life just now. Yes, yes. So yes. it's been bones all this time, and that's why she's freaked out because she's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> it looks like it looked when I beat it up. Yeah. Before. Well, I mean, you obviously killed it. Yes. Just being bone, the organs are removed, and I mean, it hasn't moved at least for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty dormant for a minute. But they both agree that it looks like the Keeper is sending that something worse that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, found it. This is what that is. Even if they don't know how the Keeper found them, he did. Which I feel like it wouldn't have been that hard. Like, I know Addie was hiding herself. I get that. But it, it's the Keeper, right? So, You'd I You'd figure know. he'd have a way. Yeah, he's gotta have a way. So the screen lunges and... Zed tried to grab the bone ball unsuccessfully. During all this, Addie had found a tin on the shelves in her blind search, which I thought was ironic that they called it a blind search because she can see with her magic, but it's the only time that they called it blind. I don't think they were referring to her being blind. I think they were just like using it as an adjective. I think he said it that way because she was panicking. That's what I'm, yeah. Yeah. That's why I, when he said it, I was like, you don't mean blindly searching, though. You just mean, like, panic searching. Yeah, just like anybody else does when they are on the borderline of being late for work and they can't find their fucking car keys. Just like, where the fuck are they? Yeah. I know I checked this spot three times already. I'm still going to do it one more time because I'm personally OCD and have to, but. <laughs> hey, oh, shit, there they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I missed them three times, believe it or not. <laughs> but she found the tin, she opens it up, and she flings sorcerer sand at this bone thing. It makes the screen, like, shake its head, but not really anything else. Deflected. Yes. Zed tries fire, air, really all the things in his little wizard tool belt, and nothing works either. <laughs> kind of sounds like a Pokemon. Not very <laughs> effective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, when the screen roars one more time, Addie throws sand at it while saying some, like, words, <laughs> magic words, and it inhales the rest of what she has. Like, the screen's taking a hit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the I got the that magic sand. spell, man. Yeah. yeah. No, you, little do you know, I eat that shit. <sighs> or smoke it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke that magic for breakfast. <laughs> well, this grin spits out the rest of the sorcerer's sand, and then Zed resorts to chucking chairs and logs at it, <laughs> but they just bounce off, which is so funny that he was just like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? We're going to die anyways, apparently. 
Addy must have been looking at him real weird. Like, really? That's what you're resorting to? You're the first fucking wizard, dude. And you gotta huck a chair at it? First wizard Zorander, okay. We are fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Addy grabbed a bone from the wall. It has, like, feathers and beads on it and shit. And she shakes it at the thing and tries to do some more, like, I'm the bone lady, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it doesn't work because it just grabs it and breaks it. Nice bracelet. Fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) Zed really doesn't know what to do at this point except leave. Hattie tells him to grab the- the chair didn't work? No, it didn't. (laughs) It was unsuccessful against the- underworld bone monster in the corner. Did he even try the side table? I I don't think he did. I think he just tried a couple chairs and some logs. It literally did not say table. A plate or two at least. Right? That's really the gauge. Like, okay, it's like strong, but can we cut it? (laughs) Eddie tells him he has to grab the bone ball before he leaves. But Zed quickly ends up cornered, like real quick. It doesn't, he all of a sudden looks up and he's like, shit, I have nowhere to go. Yeah, I mean, the whole room is full of bones that are, I mean, at this point, I think it's pretty well completed. I, I like yeah. to imagine it filling in maybe the small little spaces, but it's, it's gaining on Zed. It's going after him because he was the closest one. Yeah. And he's chucking logs at it, man. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he didn't even try a plate. Could have maybe even blinded it. But no, he didn't. And so it's uh, it's got him. Yeah. And Addy goes for it. He, she tries to, like, hurt the thing. Yeah, see if it bleeds. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what the plate would have been for. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but she ends up with a gash in her arm because of it. So Addy is, like, bleeding and just having a rough time, and Zed decides it's time to fucking go. So he grabs her and starts dragging her towards the door. Yeah, he's making the executive call. We're getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. Addie is freaking out like a hoarder on cleaning day. She <laughs> is just losing her mind. That's all I could think about, because she's like, no, I need them. And he's like, we're going to die? So no, you don't, because if we die, you can't use them? Duh. <laughs> and she's like, no, but I need them. I collected them. Those are my newspaper clippings. Yeah, that's my old Mountain Dew bottle. Can't take it from me. Ugh. I'm sorry. I know it's a, like a psychological thing, but like, you're going to die. Like, you can't. Yeah, it's not worth your life. No matter what it is, it's not worth your life. Right. He used his magic to drag her out while she sobs the entire time. Zed tells her the bones are not going to help anybody. They'll, they'll come back for him. Hey, if it's still here, they're, they're just going to be there in a pile. Nobody's going to come fuck with your bones. You're the bone lady. Yeah, that wouldn't be a very welcome sight to happen upon a busted ass house full of bones. Like, um, no, I'm going to go. Yeah, no. Especially if, if you knew the bone lady lived there. I'd be like, nah, mm, she must have been having a bad day. We're just going to... Keep it moving. Oh, yeah, even more so. I am not touching any of that. (laughs) Or probably ever coming this way ever again. So there you go. Yeah. Addy keeps begging him not to do it, but he doesn't really have a choice. I don't know what she was going to do anyways. I don't think she keeps trying to say stuff like, 
no, they're important, uh, and we need them for the veil and shit like that. But I don't really believe her. The thing that frustrated me with that is that we've been on the flip side of that with like Richard and Kaylin saying, no, 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 you don't understand, Taverna specifically. There are things going on that I need to handle. I need to be able to do. And if not, maybe some bad shit's going to happen. Now, Addie doesn't necessarily say that, but she is trying to say, no, stop. You don't understand. I need these bones. But at that point, Zed had already, he already decided it was done. Uh, yeah. I mean, we are leaving here. Literally, what do you want to do? What, what is your plan? You're going to yeah. run in there and grab them while you die? Like, then I won't have them to be able to use them because they're so important and you'll be dead. Nothing gets solved that way. Right. Yeah. And I mean, okay, at least the bone ball that I don't think they, I, it does not say that they retrieved is in there. So maybe that is important to the veil. But I think a lot of them, I think the main reason that she's freaking out is because of the Pell. Yeah, I guess I would imagine that there would be a lot of memories there. I mean, obviously she's there to try and locate Pell, but all the bones that she had that we know were to help her do that mm -hmm. because she's fucking around by the boundary. Um, those are all lost to her now. And until, well, and before Zed had mentioned anything about being able to help her, that was the only possible way she knew of using her gift to accomplish that end in, right. in letting Pell know that she didn't actually betray him. And all of that is just gone now. I mean, Zed saying we'll come back for it, but like, yeah, to her, it's her whole life's work just thrown down the drain. And with it, like, her life goal. Right. Everything that she's been trying to achieve is just gone. Zed's like, we don't have a fucking choice. So he pulls her onto a horse. They push it to a gallop. The Skrin is running right behind them. The horse is screaming. Everybody's in full panic mode. End chapter. <laughs> he did it again. I know in those final moments, once they got on the horse, Zed mentioned that he's happy that it's not faster than the horse, but it's definitely just as fast as the horse. Yeah. And he's going, I wonder which one's going to last longer, because eventually one of them's going to give out. And I mean, obviously, they're alluding to the fact that their horse isn't going to last forever. Yeah. He says that he has a pretty good idea which one is. Yeah. Ugh, not good. Yeah. And and if the algorithm serves. I could say that the next chapter is not about Zed, right? I think that'd probably be a pretty good assumption. <laughs> Cliffhanger character switch. That is classic good kind. Yep. Oh, I love you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, that does it for this chapter, guys. If you enjoyed this podcast and wanted to let us know, you can write us an email at podcastatt at gmail.com, or if you're listening on an app that uh, gives you the opportunity to rate and review, please do that. We'd appreciate the fuck out of it. Woohoo! If you guys didn't like it, don't review us. Just send <laughs> us that email that I was talking about, and we will figure something out to make you happy. We'll adjust it. Yeah, we are very amenable. Yes. <laughs> If you wanted to find us on social media, you can get us on Facebook by searching all the things, Instagram at podcast ATT, and Twitter at podcast underscore ATT. I forgot to say that last time. I kick myself every time. If you wanted to be extra cool, you can check out our Patreon. We got a lot of deep cut discussions and gag reels, basically anything 
we uh, we find interesting that has to do with the books. Uh, last one we did was Spice Soup, which is fucking awesome. I've been working on a couple of things. I'm happy to say we will have more stuff up soon. And uh, oh, you know what? I forgot to mention the phone number. We have a phone number. You can call us. You can text us. You can leave us a voicemail if you want to. That's 616-259-0025. So just go ahead and use that. (laughs) Yeah, we'd love to hear any theories you have or thoughts about upcoming chapters or anything because we're super interested in your thoughts. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you real soon. (laughs) 